Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? She is the least credible person I may have ever seen on camera. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Guys, not everything is 40 chess. Why can't we just laugh? Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. We all know I'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to Facts by Tom McDonald. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. That is halfway true. I'm Tim here in our Birmingham studio. Studios of Talk 99.5, Birmingham's Real Talk, streaming at talk99.5.com. Dale Jackson, he's, uh, he's off vacationing, and he'll be back with us tomorrow, from what I've been told. But until then, we've got Spud, who's been filling in and is raring to go for another edition of 10 with Tim. We've got John Bird, who I'm not sure is raring to go. He looks already like he's been beat up for some reason. I don't know why. He needs to have a little bit more confidence. That's what everybody wants from you, John Bird, a little bit more confidence. Go team. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we have uh, who I consider the the powerhouse favorite in this matchup. I don't want to put too much pressure. He's got to play not only a perfect game, but above that to win most times. It's Mr. Steve West, who's making an appearance here. Steve, you seem very confident. And I'm cool and collected here. You really do. I am wondering whether John Bird's got a little French in his history, though. Uh, it's potentially there, yes. He had some French fries this past weekend. From Is that what it was? Okay. Before we get going, for those who didn't get a chance to listen to the 10 o'clock hour, how would you describe uh, that hour for us? The greatest hour of radio in the history of radio in the history of the world. Nicely done. There you go. Nice. A little Nicely tight done. I about gave Steve points. I'm already ready to give Oh, no, 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 no. Head starts. No. Um, This is not affirmative action here. you got to earn everything you get in this game. That's right. Steve, before we get started, you're you're the the racing guy. You're the NASCAR guy. It's sort of your thing. Oh, good, good. Um, I don't know really anything about racing. I'm just being completely honest. However, I do know that there was a major drought that was snapped this past weekend. 199 races. 199 races. And when I heard that, I thought to myself, like, that guy, he didn't give up. He yep. didn't give up. You know, he fought through Ricky Stenhouse Jr., mm-hmm. is that right? Yep. And he fought through, and in my opinion, that's who Yaffe should look at as being his inspiration. You there can you win go. 198 times, I guess. Uh, I guess 199 times. Yeah. And uh, end up prevailing. So he should be looking at, at Ricky Stenhouse Jr. If, if Yaffe is actually able to pull off a, a win in 10 with Tim, it would be the equivalent of the Daytona 500. Oh, man. He's really, really bad. But we have some strong competitors today. I've got 10 questions. We've got about 10 minutes. Let's go ahead and make it happen. John Bird, hit that button. It's time to answer the deep questions. It's 10 with Tim on News and Views. Really, you missed that part right there? Had to throw that in? Had to. I'm addicted to it. I got you. Oh, okay. I thought Dale was here. I really did. Was that a Dale impression? In spirit. I thought he was here. In spirit. I thought I heard Bud. I thought I heard that. (laughs) All right. Here we go. It would help if I had the questions out and ready to go. Probably would. (laughs) Mine is 2,000 points for me. Good. All right, question number one, and it's going to go 
to John Byrd. Mr. Byrd, name yes. a child actor that when you look back, you're actually surprised they fizzled out professionally. Name a child actor that when you look back, you're actually surprised they fizzled out professionally. Hmm. Now that's the norm. Don't get me wrong, but maybe you thought, right. okay, this uh, one's going to break the mold. Um, yeah, Macaulay Culkin. Strong I mean, he should have been monstrous, and then he's just kind of been on the fringes. Occasionally, you'll see him in something. Yeah. Also, a, a big lover of professional wrestling, mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin. Um, Mr. Spud, same question to you. Hopefully, a different answer. Uh, the, he took the obvious answer. I'm going to say uh, Ralph Macchio was good in Karate Kid and Crossroads. And have you watched any of uh, Cobra Kai? Have you watched I have any not. of Cobra Kai? I have not either. Uh, but just kind of throwing that out there. Yeah, he, 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 um, yeah Ralph Macchio was a really good teenage <laughs> actor. Okay. <clears throat> wow. Look at John Bird going for like a finite level. I think he would be labeled as still being a child actor. I think that, that would be there. Watch out, John Bird. Don't don't go for the haymaker yet. <laughs> He's working on it. Yeah. Don't sweep the leg on Spud over here, okay? <laughs> right in the middle of a drink. Sweep the leg. Um, you got a problem with that? All right, Steve. All the pressure on you. Name a child actor that you're actually surprised they fizzled out professionally. Everything he had done up until the sixth sense was so well thought of. And then where did Haley Joel Osment go? Oh, no, here it comes. Yep. Plus 2,000 points for I Steve West. I knew that was coming. Um, he went last, which actually puts the most pressure on him, and I think he delivered a really strong, solid answer there. He was also in a movie, I believe, called AI, directed by yep. Steven Spielberg. Excellent. I and really like that movie. Commercially, it wasn't a huge hit. Commercially, I love AI. That's the nicest thing you've ever said about AI. Normally, you're very against it, John Bird. Oh, and they're cute because, I mean, it's fantasy. It's not, like, really what's happening with AI. Yeah, we've so got to talk about that at some point. Next question. Um, Spud, tell me about an uncomfortable piece of furniture that you've had in your life at some point. My mother in our living room had a straight up and down wicker back chair with wicker arms and a small cushion on top of the wicker seat. And the the only entity that was ever comfortable in there was my dog. He would jump up in there. And, but his but mom hated him on the furniture, so when he heard mom coming, he'd jump down, but it left a complete impression on the thing. <laughs> so she knew he had been up there. But any human that sat in there felt like a, like a misdemeanor penalty or something. Oh, my gosh. That's that's not good. The dunce seat, huh? Oh, terrible. Plus 2,000 points Thank for you. Spud. I appreciate you sharing that story so quickly here. Steve West, tell me about an uncomfortable piece of furniture that you've had in your life at some point. When my grandparents lived in Massachusetts before they moved down to Florida after my grandfather retired, they had what my grandmother lovingly <laughs> referred to as the throne chair, which was one of those basic chairs that if you just were learning carpentry, you'd build. It was literally straight backed. Oh, my God. You sit in it, and oh. I mean, at the age of five, I look back on it now, and I'm surprised I didn't look up waiting to find the electric chair oh side of things. Oh, my gosh. That was a ridiculously uncomfortable chair. Plus 2,000 points for Ooh. Steve West. John Bird, everyone making points on this one. Name an uncomfortable piece of furniture you've had in your life at some point. It was uh, a Christmas present that was a huge failure. It was a beanbag chair, and I was so excited. There weren't enough beans in it. So you ended up basically sitting on the floor with vinyl, and I never could get my parents to get any more beans. Oh, my gosh. There's nothing worse. That's very sad. 
plus 2,000 points. Congratulations. The very kind Everybody of chair that's supposed to be nothing but comfortable. Exactly. Right. It turns yeah, out to really. be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's 2,000 points well earned there, John. Not enough beans. That's something that deserves to be on the Island of Misfit Toys. I'm, yeah. I'm going to look on the internet and see if you can get, like, extra beans. You know, I got I'm the sure chair. You can. And you how can, do you put you them can. in there? They're, they unzip. They unzip oh. the bottom. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I don't want to go the full rated R Rudolph bit here, but the uh, the Island of Misfit Toys with the the water gun that shoot shoots Shots grape jelly. jelly or whatever, <laughs> strawberry jelly jelly <laughs> jelly. Isn't that user error? I mean, let's be real here. It's a like perfectly really functioning water pistol. Why not fill it with water instead of with jelly? How That's do you all. fill it with jelly? There's that small hole that you do the water in. I mean, it's very. It's bothered me for years. But the the beanbag chair with not enough beans in it, I feel like deserves to be right there. Should on the be island. on there. It's just a flat chair. All right. Next question. It's going to go to Mr. Steve West. Name an album that you can listen to all the way through without skipping a single track. Boston's first album. Good choice. Boy, this is a tough game. I'm t- tough. This crowd is tough. John Bird, name an album that you can listen to all the way through without skipping a single track. 52nd Street by Billy Joel. <sighs> I had no doubt you were going that route, and I'm not even going to penalize you. You've been consistent with that. So, Another good choice. Spud, you're going to have to narrow this down to one album you would choose that you cannot skip a single track. You're willing to listen to it. from. So I'm going honorable mention on this first one, then I'll give you my answer. Okay. Honorable mention, the Jimi Hendrix experience, Are You Experienced? Love Not, that. No skip, but the answer I'm going with is Abbey Road by the Beatles. I can turn it on, listen to Come Together out to the very end. Uh, no skips. I run it again, too. I don't feel like there's anybody that disagrees with any three of the choices that were thrown out there, but uh, there we have it. We've got uh, your text coming in as well. Continue to send in your thoughts here uh, at 545-9950. We have Rob that says Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Mm -hmm. Popular choice. Yes. Uh, We have KC that says Pearl Jam 10 or Nirvana Nevermind. A grungy Uh, person. Yeah. We have Bubba that is appreciating the in-depth Rudolph analysis. Uh, <laughs> there we have. And we have Tyler calling someone the goat, and I assume it's Steve West because it happened around the introduction of Steve West. Here. Oh, okay. So, the goat of 10 with 10. Which well, kind? Um, the kind the that- Tom Brady kind or the kind that ate the dynamite on the Andy Griffith show? <laughs> I've been known to be either one. It just kind of depends. Here we go. Question number four. John Bird, when you think of the idea of your perfect day, are you alone or are you with someone? It's your perfect day. Are you alone or are you with someone? Oddly enough, as sociable as I am, I would be alone. Is there anything in particular you would be doing on this perfect day that you That have? you can tell us about. Yes, um, I would be um, on the Appalachian Trails in North Carolina. I just The mountains. Just you and your thoughts. Just me and my thoughts. You've wanted to do that this year at some point. Yes, I'm going to do it, and it'll be by myself. Okay. Um, We'll see if you become a national news story. It'll be a lot of fun. (laughs) The cocaine bear will get me. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, Plus 1,000 points for John Bird, just for that little comment. Plus 1,000 points. Spud, uh, when you think of your perfect day, are you alone or are you with someone? Um. With people, and I will tell you, I had a very nearly perfect one the other day. I played bridge with my favorite partner, and we won, despite being underdogs like I am in this game. 
And then I went to trivia that night, and we won despite being underdogs. And I was with a large group of people both times. Uh, I can use some time alone, but uh, perfect day is with people. Steve West, you're eyeing down your competition over here. <laughs> I was just watching. Is your perfect day alone or with someone? Preferably with people. Because my idea of a perfect day, and I've had the chance to do this at Talladega in Atlanta, is to go into a driving experience, jump into a race car, and let's see how fast we can go. And I like the competition. I like seeing how the other people go around the track, and maybe I learn something too. Nice. All right. A little bit of a daredevil over here in Steve West, um, who's been around this for many years, and is uh, maybe maybe you're ready to get out there and win Daytona. You ever thought about that? I'd love to get the opportunity, but man, sticking me in a crowd with 39 other cars, that's a lot different than being out there by yourself or maybe with one or two other. Whole different game there. It is. Bubba's upset that um, John Bird doesn't want to spend time with Felipe, his pet turtle. So, uh, Well, I mean, it's hard to take him out into nature. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I do spend time staring at him at night. Too many so threats. It's there. also pretty hard to put Felipe on a leash. It's hard to get him to come out of his shell, you know. And oh, really there you go. There it is. <laughs> Two thousand points Shed for Tim boy. Melton. I'll tell you, I don't know respect. Human. Not at all. <laughs> Not no respect. Uh, Jay says ZZ Top Eliminator. Good choice. Be, uh, That's a good one. Yes. Uh, Jason says Guns and Roses Appetite for Destruction. Yeah, also That's good. Um, you have Roger that says Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. <gasps> Just heard them the other night. The yeah, Black Jacket wrong. Symphony with, with no. No, it is strong. Oh, strong with uh with Rockstar. Yeah, Rockstar I, singing singing the Lindsey Bucky. It was a great experience. I've heard nothing but positive things about that entire uh, performance. Uh, you have uh, Terry who says Chicago seventeen. Um, <gasps> oh, that's a strange Chicago one to pick, but they they have some good albums. Yeah. The question was for those maybe that are just joining us here: What is the album you can listen to all the way through without skipping a single track? That was the question. It's, you know, it, some people may take that as just what's the best album of all time. But I would argue that that maybe is a whole different mm -hmm. argument because those can be top heavy. Those best albums of all time can sure. be very top heavy. I'm all talking right. about something that's consistent all the way through. If you're a Beatles fan, you could choose Sgt. Pepper, Abbey Road, Revolver, Rubber Soul and be in good shape. If you choose the White Album, which is arguably the best, has the best songs Throughout, but you also have Revolution Number Nine, and uh, if you listen to that, you're barred from the show. From this point <laughs> one thing I am disappointed with with the trends we've seen in the music industry and the way we consume music now is there's really very few times now where people are listening to the entire album. Right? They're they're listening to what they like. They've got their playlist, which is a mix of everything, and that's great. We've got it all at our disposal, where you can make your perfect playlist. But there's something special about being able to find that one artist and that one album that you can really connect with and have sort of a through line from the, the first track until the final one. That's why yep. I still I love collecting vinyl and listening to vinyl and taking care of vinyl and, you know, shopping in these record stores. Uh, it's good stuff there. we got a lot of more of your reaction coming in. I'm going to call an audible here on 10 with Tim. I want us to, to reach halftime here. Let me see. One, two, three, four. We've got the fifth question coming up. This will be the final question. We're going to take a timeout. That's the way we're going to do this. I need that. It needs to be like a Super Bowl halftime. Yeah, this is a big. We'll have John Bird on guitar as our <laughs> halftime artist. This is a very competitive game, and I want to make sure that it's scored properly because all you guys are neck and neck and neck. So here we go. Next question. Steve West, name a super long movie that you have an appreciation for. Name a Lord of the Rings film. Any, Not Hobbit. Any one of the original trilogy of the Lord of the Rings. Exactly. Okay. Um, John Byrne, name a super long movie that you have an appreciation for. 
Saving Private Ryan. Could watch it over and have watched it over and over. I never get tired of it. I'm a little frustrated with that answer, and I'll tell you why. It's mm-hmm. not because of the movie you've selected. Mm-hmm. It's because on Friday I had a question, which was, name any movie with an with a memorable opening scene. Yeah, that would do it. And you you couldn't name one, and Correct. then you eventually went, oh, Jurassic Park. And then I said, <laughs> okay, well, That's right. what is the opening scene of Jurassic Park? You went, oh, there's people and there's dinosaurs, and they go, oh. <laughs> And yeah, that you nice. knew How do they go. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you knew that that lost you the game immediately when you started to tense up. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of my dream job would be an FBI investigator or interrogator that has John Bird as like the prime suspect because I could break him of about three questions. I could break him down. Oh yes. Well, my my executive functioning with the short term right. memory and all that just it okay. Me. Don't don't you don't have to rely and on then. that as a crutch <laughs> for sympathy points. I'm not deducting points from you. But I'm just going to say that Dale's answer, after you had a chance, was Saving Private Ryan. It's having a memorable opening scene. Yes, very And you memorable. just came on here and said, Saving Private Ryan, I watch that movie all the time. I love it. It's one of my favorites. So, you know, I've got it tattooed right here on my forearm. Why didn't you mention that on Friday? You see, I have an executive function issue okay. where... <laughs> Enough about all that. Okay. <laughs> Short-term memory issue, too. Yes, you're fine. I am deducting points. A thousand points oh, deducted. Oh, that's okay. Don't Hey, don't worry hey, about don't it. Don't complain about the scoring. Yeah. That's been a bad thing to do. The good thing is you can, deduct, you can deduct points from John Birdie. won't remember it five minutes from now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Spud. Name a really long movie that you have an appreciation for. I'm going to tell you that I judged this based on I had no idea it was this long till I got out of the theater and realized how late it was. JFK by Oliver Stone. Very yeah. long, and it was, it was I mean, was I just, long. you know, another test is if I can watch the whole movie without having to go to the bathroom in the middle, it must have kept my attention real well. So I'm going JFK, Oliver Stone. Dale Jackson's least favorite movie of all time that you just named. Oh, then that ought to be 5,000 points for me. <laughs> you know, I want to add before we go to break. Uh, uh, Typical lawyer. SHG, Richard's mm-hmm. SHG, says her album choice is Tori Amos' Little Earthquakes. Okay, all right. We've got a ton of album choices coming in as well, and uh, really appreciate all of those. We'll get to more of them when we return here. It's halftime for 10 with Tim. We'll see who can prevail on the other end of this live on News and Views. Eleven twenty-one. You're back here with us on News and Views. Tim and Spud and Steve and John Bird all playing along with Tim with Tim. A chance for you to uh, weigh in as well. One of the big questions that has gotten a a very uh, immediate reaction here from our listeners at five four five ninety nine fifty has been: What album can you listen to from start to finish and not skip a single track? That's the question. It's not necessarily what's your favorite album of all time. It's which one is uh, consistent from start to finish. We have Stephanie who writes in, I have yet to hear an album I can listen to all the way through. Oh, so maybe uh, Stephanie will take some of y'all's suggestions and check those out and see if that works for her. Uh, Let's see here. We have KC who says anything by Florida Georgia Line. (laughs) That's Um, KC Damien. Damien Damien wrote under the That's right. (laughs) Come on, KC. You're better than this. Uh, We have Brandon who says, Steve, 
Uh, training uh, is no different than 280, uh, LOL, so you can practice more <laughs> than you think for the Daytona 500. Um, yeah, but if I want the speed, I actually got to be on 459, not 280. Right. See, like... 280 is a good thing to practice when you're under caution. Yeah, like, eh, exactly. Because <laughs> you constantly are. That is terrific. 2,000 points for Tim Melton. I may win today's 10 with Tim. <laughs> I, I'm not biased at all. I'm just typing this into the scientific scoring system here. Um, let's see here. We've got Gilligan who says, got your number off the bathroom wall. Faster pussycat. Uh, maybe that's an album that I've it never heard of. Album. Okay. All right. Haven't heard of that one, but uh, Gilligan, a big fan. Uh, we have uh, Ben who says Full Moon Fever by Tom Petty. Oh, Strong. That's yes. what the Black Jacket Symphony is going to do in May. Really? Yeah. Well, there we uh, have Down it. at the concert hall. I'm t- if you like that album and you like Tom Petty, you can't find a better way to spend your money than going out. And I don't get any kind of uh, royalty from them. That's just I just enjoy the hell out of the music. We have Cindy from Aniston who says Def Leppard Hysteria. Another good uh, popular choice. Let's see here. Working through our text line at 545-9950. Um, and we have Josh from Chelsea who says Traveler by Chris Stapleton. I have worn out that album so much to the point where it's hard for me to now listen to it because I, I just, when it first came out, I listened to it nonstop. And there weren't any songs that you wanted to skip? Uh, there are a couple okay. that, that maybe I would – I would skip to try to get back to the big juggernauts on that album. But um, to me, every album Chris Stapleton has put out since has only uh, lived off the reputation of that initial album there, Traveler. So, uh, but a good choice. I just, I've worn it out so much. Uh, we have Rob who says um, Clapton Unplugged was a great album. Uh, yes. Let's see here. We have James who says Hassan Down the Wind. Uh, Linda Ronstadt, uh, while staring at the cover. That's James in Fulton yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. Let's calm down, everyone. The kids are out of school today, okay? Uh, we have uh, Brad, who says a long movie he has an enjoyment for is The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. <gasps> Great. We have Bubba that says, I like Waterworld for some reason. Okay. That's a... Ouch. I, mean, I, I, I get, can sit through Waterworld, yeah. but I'm not going to say it's the best movie of all time. I mean, I sat through three hours and 20 minutes of Titanic the other day alone in the theater. Why? So You what, weren't listening. I, 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 I'm a cinephile. That's my problem, Steve. I've You're watched, looking at I watched me with Titanic disgust. one time, and I'm done, dude. Gotcha. That's it. I'm out. All right. Let's not spoil it for everyone who hasn't seen it. What happens? Uh, we have uh, Seth who says, Take Care by Drake would be his album he can listen to from start to finish. Uh, let's see here. We've got uh, Brandon who says, I should get 1,000 points for helping out with you getting 1,000 points, which I donate to John Bird. Okay, that doesn't work that way. <laughs> They're non-transferable, the points? You he can't sh- gift he points. Give, he should get 1,000 points <laughs> no. that you he gave to you, but he wants to give it to John. I you don't have, get how that works. You have Dave who says Pink Floyd, The Wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a double album. You have uh, Tammy from Chelsea says any Led Zeppelin album would be uh, yep. Tammy's choice there. Um, you have Tommy says Common Courtesy, A Day to Remember. You have Justin says Alabama Mountain Music. Uh, you Good have, choice. Uh, let's see. We have Kelly that says Nickelback, All the Wrong Reasons. Not sure there's a lot of right reasons for that to be your choice. We've got uh, You can learn a lot about <laughs> no, these people from the album they yeah. Yes, you can. The guy that chose Drake is not the <laughs> same guy that chose John Denver's greatest hits. That's also true. 
Uh, we have Wayne that says hooked on phonics adverbs edition. Okay. I'm glad that's <laughs> well, we got to start somewhere. That's Work a thousand for points for him. <laughs> Mark says Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Two votes. Uh, KC says uh, Dr. Dre, The Chronic. Uh, we have Jamie that says Purple Rain and Almost Famous. Uh, so there we go. We've got a lot of your reaction coming in on that question, which has absolutely lit up our text line. So thank you for participating. Let's get back to the game itself. It's called 10 with 10. It is a three-way race still here currently. Let's go ahead and move on to question number six. Spud, what was the last thing you purchased that you'd consider somewhat selfish? What was the last thing you purchased that you'd consider somewhat selfish? Maybe it's an item you didn't have to have. Maybe it's an item you didn't need, but you wanted it. And you said, you know what, Spud, you've been you've been doing right. I'm, you're going to reward yourself. You're going to spoil yourself. Is there an item like that? Have you ever seen a better fawning answer than this one I'm about to come up with? <laughs> Tim is working on collecting great out vinyl albums, mm-hmm. and I just bought one on Amazon for you. So that is the thing right. I didn't. I didn't look. Hold on now. If you think bribery is going to make it easier for you to excel up the ladder that is ten with Tim, you are correct, and you get three thousand <laughs> points. Plus, it's an honest answer. Three thousand <laughs> points. How selfish of you to buy things for me. That's well. Let me tell you. If you can afford it, it's not. It's not something you're going to write on the internet about. But if you can afford it, and you can make someone happy for a modest amount of money, you ought to do it. Uh, so that will happen. By the way, Brandon says, sorry, John Bird, the point system is rigged and I tried. It is not rigged. It is a scientifically proven scoring system, and I am science. Don't trust the science. Don't tick him off, please. (laughs) (laughs) He's the wizard. John, are you questioning the scoring system? No, 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 no. No No one questions the scoring system, okay? Um, John Bird, your chances of winning this are dwindling, but my question to you is name something that you've bought recently that's somewhat selfish. Um, that would be Sage, my beautiful I don't think that, guitar. No, you've shared that guitar with everybody. That's been the most unselfish purchase that you've made here recently. Well, I, I mean, it, it was it was like twelve hundred bucks, so that's a lot. That's ooh. a lot of money. Yeah, ooh. I, I, I saved up for it and everything. But I mean, I didn't have to have it. I have other guitars. I just we, fell we, in love with. We've it. got to figure out a way to get you uh, making money off of off of John Bird plays the guitar because you gotta <laughs> if you can it. break even on this guitar. <laughs> I will consider it a big win. <laughs> All right. Um, Steve West, name something you've purchased recently that was somewhat selfish. It's been a while since I bought anything specifically for myself. The last time I did it, I was working uh, the Superstar Racing Experience race up at Nashville Fairgrounds last year and bought a shirt and a hat. Really? That's it. That's it? Yeah. So you're sort of a frugal, you're a little bit of a frugal type. Kind of got to be. My wife's pretty much on me about it. Okay. Yeah, well, he's paying 2500 to get his car fixed, yeah. so he ain't got a lot of extra cash right now. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. All right. That's going to make it tough to run the Daytona 500. Yeah, well. <laughs> All right. Next question. Um, Luckily, I got a car that I can, you know, bump people out of the way with. Spud- Call pickup trucks. <laughs> okay. Less is more. Um, here we go. Spud, <laughs> name a popular sitcom that you never enjoyed as much as others did. Name a popular sitcom that you never enjoyed as much as others did. I'll give mine just to kick things off. The Big Bang Theory. People lost their mind over The Big Bang Theory. I mean, it was number one for such a long time. People loved it. You know, I I, I like Batman more than anybody, but I just never got into it. I found it to be one of the most annoying shows in the history of television. 
and the reruns. I mean, just constant reruns of the Big Bang Theory. You can find it on TV at any hour of the day. And I just never got into it. And I'm like, is something wrong with me? What am I missing here? I've tried a couple episodes, but the Big Bang Theory for me was one I never got into. What's one that you never got into that was super popular? Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Really? Yeah. That's unfortunate because that's a really good show. Well, that you said it had to be a really good show. I know, but I mean, I, I hate to hear that you didn't connect with it. Oh, I could give you a, a, the next time, ask for the, your favorite 12 sitcoms that you really like. That's not the question. Though. I didn't answer it. <laughs> <laughs> I answered your question, and it's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Although I do love the Carlton dance. Spud is looking up return policies on this vinyl. He's balling. <laughs> this is going all, south. It says all sales are final. I don't know exactly what that means. Okay. Another 2,000 points for you, Spud. Thank you. All right. <laughs> um, Steve, name a sitcom that was super popular that you never quite got into. Modern Family. I found parts of it funny. I just couldn't get into it as a whole. God, I, I love Modern Family. I think Modern Family is hysterical. If it was Ed O'Neill on the screen, I would stick. If, yeah. Once they went off and went to another scene, I was Whew. gone. This is this is y'all are doing a good job because what you're doing is evoking emotion in me of like how do you not like that but that's what the question is something that's super popular that uh, that you just really didn't connect with John Bird what's your answer How I Met Your Mother I watched a half an episode and I'm like this is now that is Dale Jackson's favorite sitcom uh, so really? you guys are naming things that yeah that's his favorite so you guys are naming things that Dale Jackson just absolutely hates or loves. Good job on to all of you, plus 2,000 points all the way around. Sweet. Doesn't change anything. <laughs> all right. Next question. Tim's still on the lead. Um, John Bird. Yes. If you had to invest $5 million into one stock for 10 years, which publicly traded company would you choose to invest the money into? You get to choose one company to place your bet on, and then after 10 years you can cash out. With whatever you have left, who are you betting on over the next ten years? I'm I'm gonna do the cop out because we're the loss anyway. Um, Apple, You're going with Apple, consistent. You're just gonna buy up three pieces of Apple stock for the five million dollars that you have. Mm-hmm. They're only gonna get bigger. Okay, okay. Um, Steve West, which publicly traded company are you going with? Apple's an interesting choice, but I was also going to go with something that's a little bit more on the consistent side, but over the next 10 years, probably we'll see an increase in their market share. It's Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is your answer. By the way, that's two of my biggest stocks that I own. Oh. (gasps) So Spud giving y'all credit for your answers, plus 1,000 points to each of you for picking good answers there. Spud, you got a chance to take this one to another level. You've been given $5 million. You get to play the stock market for 10 years, and then you get to cash out with whatever you got left. Which stock are you choosing? Berkshire Hathaway. Why would I not go? Why would I pick one when he's picking all the best and his track record is like Usain Bolt? So I'm uh, I'm going to go with Berkshire Hathaway. Okay. There Good choice. Go. <laughs> Thank you, John. thousand points. <laughs> John looks nauseous over there. Next question. We've got two left. What's the worst tasting Pringles flavor in your opinion, Steve West? I don't eat Pringles a whole lot trying to think of some of the ones that I've seen out there. Could this be what derails Steve West from a Yeah, I mean, I just don't, win? I have to admit, I don't eat them a whole lot. Um, okay. The last, I, the last time I had, and it, it might have just been a bad batch on their part, but the last time I had barbecue, theirs didn't taste good. Oh, I love the barbecue Pringles, Steve. Maybe it was a bad batch. Okay, maybe so. We'll have to take a road trip. I and guess. eat some barbecue I'll Pringles. Be, I'll be very interested to see there's what a, you can turn me on to. There's like 10 different barbecue 
Pringle flavors. Yeah. Um, John Bird, worst Pringle flavor in your opinion? By far, roasted garlic. Okay. It's disgusting. I didn't even know they made that. Yeah. Spud? Easy for me, jalapeno. I don't like that in any form, anywhere, anytime. I'm not a spicy foodie. All right. I like that uh, answer very much. Here we go. Last question. And so many of you are writing in. I promise we'll get to some of your texts here in a, in a moment. Last question is this. Uh, name a sports venue that you have an appreciation for, Mr. John Bird. Name a sports venue that you have an appreciation for. The Dean Dome. It's not the year for them, but the Dean Dome. Where I've UNC the, plays their basketball Yes, games. I've been there one time. It's incredible. Um, is that where you want your ashes spread once we uh, find your remains there from hiking on your getaway? Probably not because they'll sweep them up and put them in the trash. <laughs> Maybe the Cumulus Cafe would be better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll just keep an urn in there. It's like, how much is this? $14. That's if you right. want it. Sure. Or Yaffe for free. Yeah. <laughs> Spud, uh, name a sports venue you have an appreciation for. Well, I'll just take the absolute winner and roll the credits. Augusta National. Mm, that's well, a that's not a um, it's not maybe the first thing that comes to mind for a lot of people, but that's a really solid choice. It's a cathedral of golf. If you went over there, you'll find that the grass they have on the range, you just want to lay down and sleep on. It, everything is so good, so perfectly manicured. I just don't see how you could do better. Steve, anyway, sports well, venue you have an appreciation for. <laughs> Actually, and- I was going to ask him to pick the sport. Um, really, uh, there are several of them that I can think of right offhand. If it's baseball, it's Fenway Park. If it's racing, strangely enough, it's not Talladega. It's Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway. All yeah, right. I could go on. And double answer, double answer. Double answers are bad. Double answers tend to be you bad. you got to preface it with honorable mention. All right. Here's what we're going to do. I am going to leave it up to the listeners. And it's a two-man race. John Bird has been eliminated from contention. It is Spud or it is Steve. Spud or Steve, text into 545-9950. It's those two horses that are left in the race. I quit. Sorry. Well, <laughs> you have no choice. Five, you got to be here for at least another two hours after this. What are you talking about? 545-9950. Spud or Steve, your votes, they get counted, and we'll announce the winner when we return here on News and Views. Eleven forty. I'm keeping the voting line open for just a couple of more moments at 545-9950. Isn't that like keeping the polls open after the <laughs> deadline? No, and not if The very thing you complained no. about in Georgia? Are you getting feisty here in the final few moments? Well, I felt like I was ahead doing? because of that one very special no, vote. I had one more question I wanted to ask Steve West if that's allowed. I don't know why he's getting so angry over I here. just tense at the results. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like those ice skaters that skate into the in the thing with there and wait for the Russian judge to, you know, 9.5. That yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't be near any sort of blades right now, okay? You should just calm down. You got near some. I did. I uh, <laughs> got rid of the beard, yeah. uh, and it was much needed because I had gotten to a point where it was uh, – Did you donate what you shaved off to locks for life? Or I, I did not. I don't think they can use beard hair in that same <laughs> sort of way. Enough. It's got to be at least eight inches. Oh. No. Some people have had – It was getting there. It was close. Some people wanted me to go full Tom Hanks castaway, and I was close. I was getting close there anyway, but uh, no, it's gone now. That guy that walked by you and thought you were James Harden. I'd... <laughs> exactly. All right, Steve. Yeah. Um, I have one last question for you. Sure. Maybe it's 11 for Tim. Or 11 with Tim. Um. Dale Jackson's musical performance this past Friday. 
Can you just give me your review and reaction? Because I think you got a chance to hear it. Am I right about that? You got a chance to hear his I, duet? I did. Islands in the Stream with whatever version of Dolly Parton that was. I have no idea what version of Dolly Parton that was. Um, well, I had said to you beforehand, before even any of us knew what he was going to be bringing, I said he's hyped this too much. It's going to suck. Well, he definitely hyped it up a lot, and it definitely was 11 minutes long. And I was right. It sucked. It was, it was that was horrible. Horrible. It yeah. was the best in the history of the world. In Dale's mind. <laughs> All right. Well, no, that, um, was, that was, um, wow. Well, your performance today during 10 with Tim was much stronger than Dale Jackson's performance on Friday. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a low bar to jump over, but that is I correct. appreciate it. <laughs> but I, I don't know what else to say other than Spud has won by three votes. Oh, sweet. Spud. I want to thank the Academy. I want to thank all of my voters out there, and especially my mentor, John Bird, who gave me some tips right before the show. So in the words of Queen, we are the champions. Spud, I, I thank you for not trying to be in tune on that. Because- Congratulations. Oh, let me t- I sing worse than Dale Jackson. <laughs> Here's the problem. Everyone that voted for you is also texting in saying they're expecting to be bribed as well. And I'm wondering if you're going to be able to make all of those I've got a lot of used golf balls. I'll just bring them up here and put them in the barrel. Y'all just come out and pick out a couple and consider them a bribe. Well, the least you can do is sign them. Uh, (laughs) Then they're um, too valuable. Let's see here. Um, When it comes to albums that you can listen to from start to finish, we have Bill in Chilton County says Exile on Main Street. Mm, Uh, Good choice. We have the Oh Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack being uh, written in by Odin. Um we have uh, Brandon, who's still upset that John Bird feels, you know, like uh, he feels like the game's rigged against John Bird. It's not. He's just, you know, that's that's it. Um, let's see here. We have uh, <laughs> we have Kelly, who's who's very much uh, defending Nickelback in our text line right now. We appreciate that. Uh, let's see here. We have Tammy, who says that she never got into the office. The Office was uh, that sitcom. Mm-hmm. She never could answer. Into, good answer. Pro- you didn't. You didn't get into the Office. I, cringe humor never has appealed to me. Oh, I, I think I think it's a brilliant show. Uh, this is one though I've never gotten into is Seinfeld, and Robert says Seinfeld for the win would be the one that he would say. So that's it, for the loss. Seinfeld. Well, okay. <laughs> Tyler says that '90s show. It's awful. Hell, I was born in the '90s. I haven't started it. Um, Richard has. He said he actually enjoys it. Well, then that makes me know that I'm going to like it even less. Now. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't started it, truth be told. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen one episode, and it's too schmaltzy. Yeah. It's really schmaltzy. It doesn't have the bite that that, that the, 70s yeah, show did. 70s show had. Okay. And here's one. It's a kumbaya moment for us all. You ready? Sure. Joel writes in and says, John Bird plays the guitar is his favorite album, which I think we need to maybe put together. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. How hard can you could you can burn those all when you get up to like 12, burn them all onto CDs and sell them out front with used golf balls. People Can't sell them. They have to be for charity. Well, there's well, that's that. all right. And people don't listen to CDs anymore, so good luck. Um, How else? Oh, you could stream it on Spotify. That's that's true. We'll keep working on that behind the scenes. Yes, good Probably idea. Not I'll just relax on this. Um, but there is this question that has come in, and I believe Jack has asked this question a lot, and it's been – Saved for a rainy day. Well, it's not raining today, but here's the question. It is, how, Spud, did you get your nickname? And maybe you've told this story before, but people, they, they want to know. Uh, in approximately 1980, when I was just getting into serious golf, which I was serious about, but my quality of play wasn't that serious, 
a good friend of mine, Alan uh, Alan Siegel, uh, nicknamed me that in honor of Spud Webb because I was the shortest golfer in the game, and he was the shortest player in the NBA. And then he commissioned a sign up there like they use at Six Flags, you must be this tall, and put it on the first tee. And I thought that was pretty funny. So it's a nick. You know, you, you could have had great ones like Shark or no. something like that, and instead it's Spud. We had someone, when they voted on the text line to break Steve's heart, they just texted in an emoji of a potato. Um, and I found that to be a very clever way to vote for Spud. Uh, you know, it should have that should have counted as two votes. Yeah. Uh, Kent says any Doja Cat album. Okay, Kent. Uh, wow, we, really? Uh, obviously, that's a thing that has somehow. I don't know how that's garnered so many legs. It was just a little off-color remark that I made towards Yaffe about being a giant Doja Cat fan because I knew he would be like, "Oh, who is that? What do I have to attest to? I, I don't know what you're calling me." <laughs> and so I knew he would get him upset and rattled, and it did. And he he floundered very poorly there in Ten with Tim, and somehow that is stuck with him that he's the biggest Doja Cat fan in the world, and he refuses to research what Doja Cat even is on Top 40 Radio. So that's where we're at with that. Congratulations, Spud, on your victory. Um, When we return, Spud will announce to the world what John Bird plays the guitar with this Friday in terms of a song he needs to learn. Spud, are you ready for that? I'm more than ready. We'll do it when we return right here on Birmingham's Real Talk. 11.50. We are in the home stretch of news and views today. And it's powered by the team at Hometown Lenders. You hear Chris Molesky on the airwaves all the time talking about that award-winning team that prides themselves in customer service. That's going to be your experience. We've had some of our listeners and callers call in to talk about their experience with Hometown Lenders, and we really do appreciate all the fine words you have to say about that group there, of uh, a group that can help you with a refinance, uh, debt consolidation, or maybe you just want to go ahead and get that mortgage checkup, a no-hassle, free process there at Hometown Lenders to understand your options when it comes to dealing with one of your most valuable assets when it comes to accumulating wealth, and that is your mortgage. Hometown Lenders, 205-989-7171. That's 989-7171 if you're ready to get to Work here on this President's Day, 205-989-7171, or you can visit them online at savewith995.com. Learn more information there. Do your own research at savewith995.com. Hometown Lenders Incorporated, an equal housing lender, NMLS number 65084. All right, the time has come, and this is something you had already been given the opportunity to participate in long before your 10 with 10 victory today. It is picking John Bird's song for Friday, something we look very forward to here on News and Views. Spud, what was your thought process behind all of this? Well, I always try to pick a song that John can do and will be enhance his reputation. So the opposite of what Dale Jackson exactly. decides to do. And okay, anytime I can be the opposite of Dale Jackson, I take that uh, <laughs> uh, chance. Um, and we all should. This is a song that I, you would not believe is in my uh list of songs. I very rarely I had a new song. Almost all my songs are early 60s, mid 60s, late 60s, early 70s. The rest is which just is, odds and ends. Which is why whenever you fill in, John Bird always kind of right. goes with that with our playlist and then you turn to him and you play the ukulele. Um, <laughs> it just looks like that. It's a oh, guitar. It's, it's actually it's a, guitar. a guitar. Like you're playing I don't very... play the banjo on the one Am earlier. I wrong? It's like right here. I mean, it's like really small. I'm like, I have oh, small hands. He I, likes luau's. That's I'm, what I'm, I'm thinking. Like, when I'm like a T-Rex. <laughs> so let me get to this. Anyway, yeah. I was playing golf one day <laughs> and... Uh, I was playing golf one day, and the other guy chose the music, which I hate, 
But he, this song came on in it, and I liked it, and I went and found it. And now, when it when I you gave me the opportunity to pick a John Bird song, I'm a, I'm gonna pick this one, though it will shock everyone that I have this song. The song is called "Keep It Simple" by Keb Mo, Keb Mo, African American blues singer. Uh, it's uh, it's got the perfect combination of guitar and vocals. It's got great music, but the lyrics are even better. And I got a feeling that it will be the number one single off of John Bird's Plays the Guitar CD. I feel like you're taking wow. a little bit of a risk, and I'll tell you why. It's because it's not a very well-known track. Correct. And, and if, so, if this will not only be beneficial to John Bird, but Keb Moe's sales are just going to go through the roof <laughs> once this song gets published to the people. You know, he, Keb Moe probably write me. He'll probably vote for me next time I'm on. <laughs> probably so. Just send that emoji That's over right. the potato. <laughs> exactly. It'll just be a French fry or That's something. That's right, you wait, yeah. You wait till Friday. It's so good, I think even Dale Jackson might say, hey, that's a pretty neat song. Which no, automatically means what is wrong with you? Like, oh, I, we don't have enough time for that. We got thirty <laughs> seconds. But if you want to, next time you can on ten with Tim, you can say, "Spud, okay. what is wrong with you?" And that lead up the rest of the show. I love that you have optimism about Dale Jackson not being an absolute grump on top of his mountain <laughs> on Friday. Well, keep it simple. That'll be the mantra for this week. And John Bird, good luck with that. Start I'm working ready. on it. And uh, we'll see you again tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Spud, I appreciate it. Steve, Anytime. thank you for stopping by. Happy to be here. The Line with Andrew McLean is up next. Hey, now. Hey, now. Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby, the whole school yeah, just I hurt see. me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created the show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.